Father, we just thank you again for being in our midst, Lord, for, for getting it all right, Father. You know, for and I ask now, Lord, that, you know, I just submit to you humbly that all that you put in my, 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 my spirit for your people comes out right. That they hear it, Lord, that they receive it, that they do it, and that uh, the blessings flow tremendously, just like your word said they will, Lord. So I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you again, Lord, as I decrease and you increase in me. Have your way, Lord. Use your servant for your glory. Lord, I thank you for this time in you, because I know all time in you is time well spent, Lord. So I'm looking forward to this right now. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. I give you the honor. All in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. 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 All right. Well, you all know we've been talking about in the past few weeks just about sowing and reaping. Amen. About seed time and harvest. And I told you all that God is really preparing us for our very own building that we can consecrate for the Lord. And the, the building, you know, the, it's going to be a beautiful building. And we're going to invite all our friends and families and just everyone we meet and let God save them. Amen. <laughs> That's the vision. We, we're going to mature and grow up stronger in that place. Amen. But it's about, but it's really not about, and I said this last week, what you can get. It's really about what you can keep. So to accomplish all these things I just mentioned, we got to keep the house of the Lord going strong. Amen. Beloved, we really have to support it. That's that's what it boils down to, saints of God. And uh, let me just throw this in on a side note because you know, one of, one, of, one of my elders a while back mentioned, you know, about uh, uh, the appearance of things, you know, how people really look at the appearance of, uh, you know, when, when, when the, and I'm saying non-believers or people who really don't know the Lord, when they come in, they're looking at everything. You know, look at this parking lot, how it looks. Look at this, look at that. And those are things I overlook because I'm coming for the Lord. But many right. people that we try and reach before they, before they can get to the Lord, they're looking at all these things. So, That's right. you know, so I'm looking forward to the blessing of the Lord that that answers all those questions and gets rooted in their heart, in their spirit. Jesus. Amen. Mm. So whatever the Lord has to give us to do that, I'm saying mm. to that. Amen. So he that have ears to hear, let him hear. That's what I just wanted to say that. But last week I showed you how important sowing and reaping really was based on what Jesus told his disciples right before he broke the parable down to them. Amen. And remember, he told them pretty much, you got to get this one. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's look at it real quick one more time. It was in Mark chapter 4. And you're going to have to have your Bibles. I'm not going to be able to put the scriptures on the screen for you today. But Mark chapter 4, verse 13. Jesus had just spoke the, 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 the seed time and harvest parable from verses 1 to 12. Right? And then in verse 13, goes like this. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? How And how then will ye know all parables? 
Amen. So to understand any godly kingdom principle, you first got to understand this one, saints. That's why God got me on this one. He just been putting more and more of this in my spirit. It's just important. You know, if you don't know this parable, this is what he's telling him in this scripture right here. He said, no, you're not this parable. How can you know any of them? If you don't know this one, you can't, no, I can't teach you any of them. You won't know it. <laughs> so Jesus spent time teaching this parable, saints. You have to know that what you put out, you're going to get back. You got to know that. Okay. Amen. Yeah. You got to know that sowing and reaping is in the earth. You yes. got to know that, saints of God. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and what was that scripture I read last week? It was talking about this is going to be in the earth until as long as the earth exists. And he talked about seed time and harvest and, and uh, cold and hot and summer and winter and day and night. Amen. That's so right. That's be happening as long as the earth exists. So, you know, this, this, this parable, this principle was just, is just so powerful. Amen. We can't miss this one. This is the one. Amen. This connects them all. Amen. And then, so when he said this, and, and he said unto them, know ye not this parable? When he said this, then he began to interpret the parable for them. Mm. So it's like, I said this parable, and I see you don't get it. So I'm going to interpret it for you. Amen. 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 So then he went to verse 14 that said, the sower soweth the word. Yes. Uh, he, he was beginning to interpret the parable form. Because you all remember in Mark 4 and 3, he just said, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. He didn't say what they sow. Mm. <laughs> when he began to interpret it for him, he said, The sower soweth the word. <laughs> so the most important thing you can sow, saints, is the word. Amen. Yes. But the next thing you must do is financially support the word so it can continue to grow and save souls. Amen. That's right. You plant good seed into good ground. That's how it works, saints. If you believe Amen. your church is good ground, then you got to support it. You have to sow That's seed right. into it. And in this scripture, Jesus begins to break the parable down to him, saints. And, and so and, and it was Mark 4 and 3 which he said, hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. Amen. But up here in verse 14, he was saying exactly what the sower was sowing, the word. Right. Amen. But notice, I, and I said this last week, but I just went, this is just so important. He starts that scripture out by saying, hearken. This is Mark 4 and 3, which means to listen with the intent to obey. Amen. Then he mm. said, behold. Amen. See, yeah. see when Jesus is going to give you some show enough revelation, he tells you, mm. hearken, listen to this right here. Amen. <laughs> Which means be sure to see it. Huh? And he wants us to see with our inner man. That's right. we all know the flesh is weak. That's you know, right. the flesh get distracted. The flesh is all over the place. Amen. Mm. So he's saying, behold, be sure you see this. Look at this from internally. You know, that's why I tell you, get 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 all them distractions away from around you so you can get this thing internally. Amen. 
Amen. So the is sowing God's word. Today I'm the sower. A couple of weeks ago, Minister Shana was the sower. And a little bit before that, Pastor Barry was the sower. Amen. Yes. But we Be must hear the word spiritually. Huh? We got to listen with our spirit, man. Because that's how God speaks to us, spiritual. He's a spirit. That's right. So we must be led by our spirit that is connected to the spirit of God. That's, that's <laughs> right. Now, Jesus is the word. He's the word of God in a flesh body. Amen. Yes. He's our example, saints, that we can serve God in a flesh body if we allow God, who is a spirit, to lead our spirit. Say amen. Yes. That's how it works, saints. So Jesus, who is our example, showed us so many times throughout the Bible how this sowing and reaping works in the earth. Amen. He showed it to us. He's our example. And we're going to look at one today. Let's look at one of his demonstrations of sowing and reaping. Amen. And this was a good one, too. I like this one. Turn in your Bible to uh, Matthew chapter 14. See, Jesus just don't say it. He does it, saints. <laughs> Amen. And he demonstrated this in, this in this passage of scripture right here. Matthew 14, look at verse 10. It says, and he sent and beheaded John in the prison. <laughs> Which I didn't want to start with this scripture here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the Lord wanted me to start. But I'm going to give you what, what really happened before all this, before we got to John being beheaded in the prison. So why was John the Baptist? This is talking about John the Baptist. John the Baptist was beheaded in the prison. Why? Because John, well, well, John ended up in prison because he told King Herod it was unlawful to have his brother Philip's wife, Herodias. That's right. That's how he That's ended right. up in prison. Amen. Yeah. So King Herod <laughs> was right. angry with him and put him in the prison. But he right. wasn't going to kill him. See, King Herod feared the multitude who counted John as a prophet. So he just threw him in jail. He was mad at him, but he wasn't going to kill him. Amen. That's right. Now, Herodias done this beautiful dance for the king. <laughs> Amen. You know, she probably did this awesome dance. What they, what they do now is twerping. What, what they do, how the kids do it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever she did but he was he was well pleased amen and so he made an oath to give her whatever she wanted you know that had to be a dance dance she yeah. did the dancing and the king said look what you want whatever you want I'm going to give it to you but Herodias's mother had instructed her to ask for John's head in a charge that's right that's amen. right a charge is like a bowl or a dish. So the so her mother told her, get John's head. And she was mad. I dare you talking about my, my daughter married to a king and you gonna say it's not right. You know? So so the, but the king was sorry, but he had to keep the oath, saying to God. That's right. That's right. This is what I, I, I really this is what I'm trying to get y'all to see. When kings make oaths, they gotta keep it. Amen. Amen. Now who is Jesus? He's the king of kings. kings. Okay. So all the oaths he made, all the promises he made in his word, he has to keep them. Amen. Amen. And so he made us in his word. Says he, 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 this is confirmation, really, that we should take 
we should not take oaths or swear on things ourselves. That's really what mm. us. Amen. Because you might end up having to do something that you really don't want to do. That's right. Amen. So that's why it tells us in certain scriptures, don't swear by anything on earth or heaven. You mm. ain't, you ain't got no business swearing by nothing. Just let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Amen. Amen. It tells us this, you know, because this king got caught up making that oath. Amen. Look at verse 11. And his head was brought in a charger and given to the damsel, and she brought it to her mother. <laughs> See, John was kind of like a martyr. Amen. Right. But his trouble was over then. But Herod's trouble was just beginning. Amen. Mm -hmm. Verse 12. And his disciples came and took up the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. Uh-oh. Here we go. But can you imagine this scene, though, saints? So Jesus... They telling Jesus, the disciples said, Jesus, your cousin, John, because John, y'all know, is his cousin, right? Right, right. Remember when the mothers met? Mary went right. to her, her cousin Elizabeth and the baby right. in the belly. <laughs> All right. So they, now these disciples got to go say, hey, King Herod, cut your cousin's head off, Jesus. That's, mm -hmm. that's really what happened. They went and told Jesus, look at verse 13. And when Jesus heard it, he departed this by shipping to a desert place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the city. So now they all kind of in the in uproar. The people followed Jesus out of the city, and he left out of the city. Look at verse 14. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. That's why I like gathering together like saints of God. Amen. Because when, when Jesus is in our midst, he has that compassion. And begin, mm. to, begin to meet needs, whatever it is. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So he was moved with compassion, saints of God, when he saw this great multitude. Amen. He's in our midst right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Meet needs. See, when he come, he just don't come. Amen. He yes. slipped out and said, look at all them meeting together in my name. Okay, let yes. me see what Sister Helena need. Let, let me see yes. what Elder Willie need. Let me see what Brother Brain, let me see what Kayline, let me look camera. Yes. Well, let me just do, do let yes. me see what they all need. Amen. Yes. I mean, yeah, when he saw this great multitude, he don't have respect to persons. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 15, saints. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place and the time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. So the disciples are telling Jesus, it's getting late. We got to let them get, we got to let them go. The restaurant's going to be closed. <laughs> they got to go get something to eat. Amen. But look at Jesus. Jesus said, it's verse 16, unto them, they need not depart. Give ye them to eat. <laughs> Jesus mm. said, why do they have to go? <laughs> you all feed them. Amen. <laughs> oh, y'all got to catch this revelation right here. And verse 17 says, and they say unto him, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. What was they telling Jesus? We don't have enough. 
what they saying. We only got five loaves and two fishes. We don't have enough. You telling us to go feed them. And that's how many of us think today when it comes to support ministry. I don't have enough. Come on, Pastor. Mm, preach. Yeah, God has supplied all your needs. Yeah. But, but the battle was in the mind. As okay. a man, mm. think, so is he. So we think we don't have enough. We just fail to realize that what we plant today, we harvest tomorrow. Amen. And That's right. What we speak out our mouth today, we live in tomorrow. Yes, sir. That's right. What we put out today, we get back tomorrow. Multiplied. Amen. That's right. See, thinking lack holds up the blessing, saints of God. Nothing from nothing is nothing. All right. So sowing sparingly, you reap sparingly. Yeah. Why he says it sowing bountifully, you reap bountifully. Amen. We have to work this principle because it connects us to all God's principles. And he's merciful. He's just. He's fair. Amen. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. I got to show you all this one. It's going to put you in the land of blessed like you've never seen it before. Yes, sir. Mm. If you work it, if you work it, all, just think, this parable is going to connect you with all, if you're talking about your understanding being increased, amen. Mm. Invest some things in the kingdom and see. Amen. Yes. Verse 18 says, he said, bring them hither to me. You know what Jesus is really telling them? They said, we don't have enough. He's saying, bring me what you have. Well. That's what he's telling them. That's right. He said, bring them hither to me. Whatever you have, the, 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 the loaves and the fishes, the five loaves and the two fishes, bring it to me. Right. That what you think is not enough, bring hey. that to me. Yes, sir. Glory. I don't know. Amen. Woo. Show you how Jesus, who is our example, used this principle. Amen. See, time out. Nowhere in Jesus' head was it to walk away or send the mm-hmm. people home. He didn't have that in his head at all. He said, Bring me what you have. Look at verse. Well. <laughs> verse 19 says, And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and break and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. Mm. <laughs> you know what, God, he does things decent and in order. You know? Yes. When we prepare to eat, do we stand around the table? Huh? No, we all sit down at the table. That's right. <laughs> Come, oh, preacher. Sit down in the grass. Command them to sit down. Amen. See, when we sit down and get comfortable, that's when we prepare to eat, saints. Yes, sir. He's so orderly. He's so orderly. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Saints, when you bring God what you have, first he's going to bless it. Yes. Then he's going to break it. See, that's how you multiply. See, I got you bring me something, I break it. Now I got two. You know? Now I got through. You keep breaking it. He breaks it first. Yes, sir. Mm. He gives it back to you. Mm. What did he do? He broke it. He blessed it. Then he gave it back to the disciples. Peace, sir. Mm. Then you give it out to the multitudes. 
See, that's what we fail to change. We don't want to give it back out. We want to hold on to it. Got to pass it on. <laughs> but you got to give it out. It says the multitudes. Who is that? Your debtors, your bill collectors, your responsibilities, everybody. Okay. <clears throat> so whosoever will, God will show it to you. Yes, sir. And the process just keeps repeating itself. Mm. Now let's look at the results. <laughs> Verse 20. And they did all eat. And yep. Field. And they took up the fragments that remain, 12 baskets full. <laughs> this is just a, a power. Ooh. They ate until they were full, and then they had leftovers. <laughs> what does God say? What does God's word say? I'll run your cup over. Yes. Amen. Yes. Uh, I'm showing you God working this principle. See, time and harvest, he's working it. He said, I'll press it down together and run it over. <laughs> Work my principle. <laughs> Do it my way, and you'll have more than enough. More than enough. Yes. Yeah. Show it to you. <laughs> but to do it my way requires faith, saith the Lord. That's right. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 21. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men. Beside women and children. Woo. Now, you know what? This is what's really powerful. I saw somebody actually do the math on this one. And they said it was roughly 25,000 people. Oh, my God. This is how they came up with that. They said the men have wives. Right. Right. And they said the average family size in that day was three children. Mm. So they says counting the wives and the children, because this scripture said it was just 5,000 men besides right. the women and the children. Yeah. So they yeah. say counting the women and the children, he actually fed 25,000 people. Oh, my God. Amen. With five loaves and two fishes. <laughs> wow. What you have. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Let me quickly show you the last miracle, though. Cause that was a miracle, but he wasn't finished. Let me show you this. And straightway, verse 22, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. See, it's important to spend time alone with God in prayer. That's right. Please hear me. See, we, we really pray some effective prayers when we're hidden away with God. That's right. Man, when we're spending time in that prayer closet. That's why I encourage y'all to get in there. Get in that prayer closet. You'll be shocked what you come up with <laughs> in the Lord when it's mm. hearing him. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at verse 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Now, Jesus is over here praying in the, in the, it, with just him and the Lord. He's spending time. He was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Mm. Verse 25 says, in the fourth watch, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. <laughs> mm. Look at that. Oh, Lord. 
See, this miracle is amazing. Can you imagine seeing someone walking on a raging sea? This said a water. So that was about three o'clock in the morning. Can you picture that? Look at verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. Say, <laughs> it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. See, this is the other thing that keeps disciples of God in bondage. Amen. I got to show it to you because we're God's disciples. We're students of the word, God's children. Well, what keeps us all bound up? Fear. Fear. Amen. Yes. We're afraid. A fearful attitude. I don't have enough to plant a seed. I'm going to come up short. Just being afraid. Amen. Jesus is saying, do it your way. You will come up short. But bring it to me and fear not. That's what yes. he said. Oh, look at verse 27. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. <laughs> Be not afraid. See, that's, yes. that's what he's saying throughout his whole Bible. He teaches all these principles, and then he tells us, Stop be being afraid. Amen. See, God is always encouraging us because he recognizes when you're afraid. That's Amen. right. That's why he told them, chill out. <laughs> Look, be a good cheer. That's what he was telling them. Look at verse 28. And Peter said, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. Yes. See, forget all that fear. Peter wanted to walk like Jesus walked. Amen. Peter said, uh, Lord, if it's you, Jesus, you got, you got to call me out of this boat. Mm. And look what Jesus did in verse 29. And he said, come. <laughs> and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. <laughs> See, when God tells you to come, go to him. Say, trust him. You got to trust him. You got to do this thing by faith. Amen. Don't you know this saying to God, I'm going to drop this nugget on you. Don't you know everything God tells you to do is impossible? Don't you know that? You should know that by now. Amen. Everything God, you know why he tells you to do impossible things? <laughs> so you can trust him. Yes. So you can rely on him. So you can keep your eye on him. See, what's not possible with man, he know it ain't possible with, in yourself. He That's knows right. that, huh? But it is possible in him. That's so right. So he tells us to do impossible things all the time. Mm -hmm. Amen. He told me to do something. Lord, I can't. How, how you telling me to do I can't do that. I thought you told me you was going to do what I tell you to do. That's what he tell me when I speak, when I talk like that. Lord, I can't do But you told me you was going to do what I tell you to do. Mm. I just start doing the impossible. I just do it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. So here's Peter walking to Jesus. Amen. Look at verse 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, <laughs> he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying in three powerful words, Lord, save me. Yes. Words right there say to God. If you get weak, if you get all messed up, if you just get back into your flesh, 
Remember them three words right there. Lord, save me. Yo, you got to save me, Lord. <laughs> when the pressure of life comes and it looks like we're about to sink, we take our eyes off Jesus. And we look at all the chaos around us and we become afraid. Mm. Amen. Everybody say, but God. But God. But God. 31. And immediately, when did he do it? When did God move? Immediately. And immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? Mm. Get that in your spirit, saying to God. That's what God is saying to us in all these messages. Oh, you of little faith, why y'all keep doubting? Amen. I want to do this for you all. Show me that you believe. That's what he said. Why yes. are you doubting? Show me your yes. faith. All your works. Show it to me. Yes. <laughs> and when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Amen. <laughs> but here's the powerful word. Here's the, here's the high-end truth. Then, verse 33, then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, of a truth, thou art the son of God. Yes. See, they finally realized. They get the it. Jesus is the son of God. He's the word of God. Yes. His words do not return void. He That's made right. us an oath. The parable of seed time and harvest works. He fed over 5,000 with low, with five loaves and two fishes. Really, 25,000. So he said, God, trust God and allow him to use you mightily. Yes. Bring what you have, saints of God. It's going to help feed this starving world the bread of life. Yes. And you have to understand the principle and work it. Okay. Yeah. Faith without works, come on. It's dead. It's dead. Nothing from nothing, you're going to always get nothing. Come on. Oh, Lord, thank you. I just had to say what the Lord told me to say again. Mm. Amen. Praise God. Lord, I say what you tell me to say. And I thank you, Lord, for your word that will not return to your void lord i thank you for a blessed word a word that you stand and watch over it lord thank you for that lord now help us father help us strengthen us in our faith lord to not just hear it but do it oh thank you jesus hallelujah to you lord forever giving you all of the glory and all of the praise and all of the honor lord I thank you that you're not withholding any good thing from us, Father. Yes. Thank you for your word, Lord, that elevates our thinking. Because we know as a man thinks, so is he, Lord. Yes. As a man thinks in his heart, <laughs> so is he. That's what the scripture says. We have to get it in our hearts. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life, saints. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you again. Hallelujah, Lord. And the first thing I want to do is just call out to anyone who may be on this line who don't know Jesus, who haven't received him as your Lord and Savior. Oh, thank you, Lord. If you're on this line and you never received Christ 
as your Lord and Savior. Then let's just repeat this prayer after me while you're in your prayer closet. But I want you to believe it in your heart when you pray this prayer with me. Believe it. First of all, Lord, I want to repent of my sins and let you know, Lord, my way is not the right way. I'm a sinner without you, Lord. So I repent, Lord. I, I want to turn away from that lifestyle and turn to your lifestyle, Lord. And I'm confessing that right now with my mouth. And I'm believing that in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and also raised me from my dead works. Father, I give you glory. I give you praise. I give you honor. I ask that you come into my heart, into my life. I make you my Lord and Savior. I have your way, Lord. Sit on the throne of my heart, Lord, and rule. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I want you to lead me, Lord, spiritually. As I get out of my flesh, my carnal mindset, my carnal way of thinking. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for each and every promise that you promised me in your word, Lord. And thank you for the strength to do my part, whatever it is, that your word be activated and work for me. I ask it all in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, I just want to say welcome to the family of God. Praise God. Amen. You are a child of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Purpose and everything that God has for you will be revealed. Hallelujah. Life is becoming, will become real exciting. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, is going to be one of your favorite lines. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm just seeing that the life in the Lord is the world of enough. No, mm. more than enough. Mm. <laughs> That's what it is. You're no longer get just getting by in the Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. it's, that cup is flowing. It's running over. It has to yes. do it. It has to do it. He's going to keep multiplying everything that you keep bringing to him. 